Welcome to the third episode of What Helps You and I, a podcast about strengths. My name is Nina. I am your host today, and today I am joined by two of our well-being ambassadors and my GSA. I'm Elise. I'm a psychology major, and I'm on my uh, junior year. My name's Coda. I'm a sophomore studying art and design and marketing. And my name is Annie. I am a first-year graduate student for the dietetics program. And if you tuned in for last episode, you will recognize these the same three voices. Um, so uh, very exciting. We are going to be kind of continuing a little bit about our talk about how we deal with stress and then um, also how we plan on staying connected over break. So that is the main topic of our conversation is how are we planning on staying connected over winter break, which is about four weeks, four, four, a four week long break. So first question what is your favorite way to stay connected with people you love over break? I would say I love playing games. And my family are big Kataners, and we always get into huge Katan battles. So I do that a lot. And I also call my and hang out with my best friend, Cassie. Shout out to Cassie. She's a wonderful person. And, yeah, it's mostly games and, and talking on the phone with my, with my bestie. I love that. I love that. For me, as we go into the holidays, there's lots of food being made. So it's cooking with friends and family, making meals, big, huge dinners for Christmas, New Year's, everything like that. For me, I like to watch my family play games because I'm not a game person, but they all are. (laughs) So it's a good bonding thing. I just get to watch them have a great time. Um, And then me and my little sister, we like to go on like little sister dates and kind of walk around like different stores and stuff and just kind of kill time it's really fun that's cute that's really cute oh i miss my little sister unfortunately i am not seeing her for this holiday break um i did see her over fall break which was really nice and i got to see some of my family um but this holiday i will be spending my time with my bestie very excited uh my best friend tana just moved to san antonio at the beginning of the semester to start her new chapter in life and uh, she's she's thriving. Shout out to you, Tana. Love you so much. Um, and yeah, um, talking about holidays, any fun holiday plans aside from games and food? My brother is getting married. <gasps> so Ooh, yeah, and it's fun. It's the first wedding I've ever attended and I'm a bridesmaid. So that's going to be an interesting, an interesting endeavor, but I'm really excited. My sister-in-law just had a baby so and I got to meet him yeah. families are growing yeah, here big life changes <laughs> yes. and he's so cute I got to meet him over fall break and he his name is Ellis Logan Nelson because my other brother can't have children so my middle brother decided to give him the last the middle name of Logan that's Aww. so sweet that is so yeah. sweet I love that my older sister just got married last month, which was exciting, and so it'll be kind of like the first holiday season with um, them as like a newlywed couple, which is so adorable, because like they're, they're so in love, and it's just so cute. I love that for them. I love wedding season. <laughs> uh, my favorite, my favorite season. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, I am not attending any weddings or meeting any new nieces or nephews um, over this holiday break. I kind of already mentioned what I was doing. I'm seeing my friend Tana. Um, and then I'm planning on going back down to Boise, where I'm from, um, and helping my sister move into her apartment. Um, 
it's a really, it's her first apartment and I'm so proud of her. She did amazing. And then a lot of my sorority sisters also live in Boise. So I'm hoping to connect with them and maybe make some fun New Year's plans um, and celebrate the new year. Where did 2023 go? Where did it go? The idea exactly of like writing 2024 feels so wrong. But I kind of love it. It's prettier than 2023. You're so right. Like it's, it's just, it flows better. <laughs> I never thought of it, it's but like yeah. so clean. Yeah, it's better aesthetic. <laughs> oh, sorry, 2023. I mean, I don't know about you, but 2023 tr- treated me pretty well. I I got I got I got a good semester under my belt. So when we go home, a lot of times we're reconnecting with our hometown friends but we're also going different directions from our friends from college. So how do you stay connected to your college friends when you're not with them for such a long time? Honestly, I'm definitely, and my friends will agree with this, I kind of drop off the grid. (laughs) Yeah. I just, they know I love them, and they even tell me, they're like, yeah, I send you a text, and I know you're going to get back to me probably after two or three weeks. And... (laughs) It's going to be great. <laughs> and they were like, and I know that if I call you, you're probably not going to pick up. There's a 75% chance that you're not going to pick up. But after a time goes by, you will call me back at one point in time. You know and what? I, do. I feel like that is okay. To have those type of friends that understand you and understand your mannerisms and are secure in your relationship that's 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 a good those are good friends i will say because i am the same way (laughs) i I, um um, like i mentioned before a lot of my sorority sisters do live in my hometown so i'm hoping to reconnect with them um but for the most part when i am on for like on break and stuff like that i also fall off the grid um and I focus mostly kind of on myself and my families and the friends I haven't reconnected with in a really long time, um, just because, you know, I am, I'm the type of person who sucks at responding if it's not, like, dire. Um, and it's not because I don't love my friends or anything, um, it's just that I, I prioritize, um, my friends that I'm reconnecting in my hometown, um, and they kind of help me stay connected with the people from college because I get to share my stories and all the fun, um, adventures that I, whatever, whatever random stuff that I got into over the semester. And um, by sharing those stories, I feel really connected to uh, Moscow, to University of Idaho, just to the experiences that I've made here. Um, I stay in Moscow for the most part. Like I go home to Coeur d'Alene to visit my family, but since it's so close and I live off campus, I I stay living in Moscow during any of the breaks, um, which is fun because then I can just kind of hang out with other people that are also staying in Moscow. It's just, it's really nice to be able to connect with people and see who's around and just kind of have no pressure with those relationships. How is Moscow over break? It is delightful. It is my favorite time, regardless of what time of year it is. Anytime, like, students are gone. Like, this sounds awful, but driving conditions get so much better. (laughs) It is ridiculous, and I can get places so much faster. I love it. You know what? That's fair, because as someone who also stays in Moscow over break, it, it it's it's really refreshing. I don't know if you agree with me, yeah. but, like, just to kind of take in the small, quaint little town of Moscow, um, I love this. I love this little town and what it gives us and, 
and all the little things that you can do over over break um mainly over summer break because you know you have the farmers market and amazing hiking trails um for those staying in moscow over break what what do you suggest for for winter break um finding little cute coffee shops and getting like a hot drink to kind of warm yourself up and just enjoy like the ambiance and kind of chat with some people um if they seem open to it it's always fun like connecting with locals it's a great way it's a great way to stay connected to your community when it comes to holidays a lot of times a lot of times they're times of excitement and and fun and happiness but sometimes they can pull up some emotions that aren't so positive and they can be more towards the negative so if that situation does happen how do you all handle that so for me um i actually spent most of my college career uh up in moscow i don't have the strongest relationship with my family aside from my sister so i like to kind of just take the time for myself um and find things that i like to do um i don't know about you guys but i am really big into learning different activities so in the last year i have learned how to crochet i have learned to embroider i learned i i am an artist so i do a lot of art um what about you guys yeah i think when you're dealing with situations that are maybe a little bit more tense it can help to just find little things that help you sort of get away from that mindset maybe like for me i really love to journal and that can help me get out some of those frustrations and negative thoughts and it can also be maybe there's one hometown friend that you know you can always count on even if you don't have great relationships with your family and you spend some time with them and they make you feel a little bit like yourself before you go back to that a little bit more tense situation yeah for sure with the holiday season also comes with for the most part gifts or gift giving or just giving back in general which if you guys don't remember generosity is one of our sources of strength and um how do we practice that during this holiday season i do it in a lot of of course there's always gift giving i love giving gifts i honestly like giving gifts more almost more than i like receiving gifts if not more than i like receiving gifts and I also just make sure that um, I try to do one thing to help another person who's a stranger every holiday season. That's a good goal. So one thing, like one way that I try and practice generosity during the season is I also love gift giving. It's one of my love languages. It gives me so much joy to like try and make someone smile with like a gift. Um, and I like to help strangers if they need, just like in passing and be extra friendly to everybody that I see, you know, because sometimes this season can be really rough. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, for me, um, I actually, I try, I try to practice more of my spirituality during this time. Um, and with that, I spend time doing that by journaling. Um, and when I journal, I like to practice gratitude. Um, it helps me kind of appreciate what is around me and it really helps me feel grounded in myself. Um, and spirituality is just more than um, what you consider as higher power and stuff. It is, it's how you um, feel connected to yourself, your culture, your traditions. Um, and journaling really helps me appreciate those little things in my life. Yeah, I think especially as we look towards the new year, we tend to do a lot of reflection about the year that we've had. So spending some time and just like honestly making a list and writing down all of the things that you've done over the past year can be really good for your self-esteem your confidence 
and just feeling good about the year that you've had, especially feeling good about the year that you've had and looking forward to the next one. And with that, I think that's a great point in time. Now, normally we would do a what helps us uh, location, but since we are going to be in our own different locations, go ahead and tell me about your favorite spot that you are going to be spending time at during during winter break. There's this little coffee shop in Boise, and I can't even remember the name of it. It's just, just it's kind of in the corner of everything, and it has really comfy sofas and a really warm atmosphere. And I always, it was the first co- coffee shop I ever found when I moved to Boise, and it helped me with my transition from my family and moving on to my own situation. So I'm gonna go back to that coffee shop and have the same chai tea, and I'm gonna sit down and read the same book. So I'm from a really tiny town, and there's like nothing to do there, except for there's a bowling alley. And that's the place that me and my friends always ended up finding ourselves, and we wouldn't even usually bowl, we would just play pool a dollar a game. And so I'm really looking forward to go going back and kind of like reliving my teenage years with some of my hometown friends. It was a great place and they have great hot chocolate. Going back to Boise. Uh, <laughs> so I have this tiny little, we're, we're, we're loving the coffee shops here. Um, I have this tiny little coffee shop, boba shop actually, called Urban, Urban Fox. Um, and it is my favorite little little boba shop has really good boba um and the atmosphere and vibes are just are just perfect for me um so i'll spend some time cashing up with my um old friends my childhood friends there over over some boba maybe a snack or uh two there here and there when i do go back to my hometown i like looking at all the pretty like lights and stuff because cordelaine they're kind of known for doing like big displays and it's just always so fun to like walk the boardwalk and like look at those lights and just kind of like reconnect with where I grew up and everything and then just kind of see lights around neighborhoods and stuff they're just they always catch my eye they're so they're so wholesome I love pretty lights go see the pretty lights if you have them and one last thing or a gratitude goodbye um what are you grateful for this year even though this is not the last episode before the year ends we have one more episode I'm grateful for my ability to get an education here at U of I. I've had a lot of success with that, and I've been really happy, and all the wonderful connections I've made over the past year, it's been truly remarkable. I'm grateful for all of my professors. I have a really good group of professors this year, and I hope you are listening to say that's cool. Um, But they're just wonderful people, and they've helped me through every step of the process because I did come back to school. It's been about six or seven years since I graduated with my bachelor's and it's been a wonderful experience. We are happy to have you. I'm gonna say this is gonna sound kind of cheesy but I'm gonna say I'm grateful for music this year because I can't tell you how much change I've gone through over the past year and it always my coping mechanism that I go to is always music. It's great even when I'm feeling happy music accompanying it makes it so much better. So Spotify playlists are my thing for the year. I'm also really grateful for music. Um, I am currently in my Taylor Swift era right now, um, but that is not what I'm grateful for this year. This year, I, I'm so truly grateful for my sorority. Not to be the typical sorority girl, but 
my sorority has given me so much, so much hope, so much love, and they've built up my confidence, and I'm really thankful to have the opportunity to join one. Um, I know there are, you know, some stereotypes and stigma, stigmatizations around that, but please don't let that uh, stop you from checking out a chapter or two here on campus. Um, it is a great community, and it has helped me grow into myself so much more, especially as I wrap up my last last couple of semesters before I graduate, which is really scary yet really exciting at the same time. Um, and with that, this is the end of episode three. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Um, and we will catch you in our next episode before the new year. See you guys later. Mm-hmm.